I've like, please don't set yourself on fire during this podcast. I want to set myself on fire, just a little bit, not much. <laughs> just a little bit, like your fucking cane. <laughs> the music is so fucking loud. So loud. <laughs> I gotta turn that way too much this week. For, for people, <laughs> Your kids have just woken up. Oh man, just waking all the whole house up. The on the top of the the show for the people that obviously don't know what I'm talking about because we don't have a visual podcast. But Gary has been brandishing a lighter the entire time we've been chatting before we started recording. <laughs> and now I think he's about turning a ghost rider at some point. I'm just getting really into pyrotechnics. I think it's something we should really, really explore. This is a pyrotechnics podcast now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever about... have you ever set off a firework in your life? Um, does a sparkler count? I think a sparkler does actually count technically. Then yes, yes, I have. <laughs> 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 Nothing that goes like like wee bang in the sky. Nothing that goes you know? wee wee. Have you seen that fucking nah. that, that video that's been floating around of the, of the guy doing it to his daughter? No. He, pre- he pretends he does like a pretend firework in the kitchen, so he goes like, and then he slaps, slaps in Shut the up. face with a cake. <laughs> that that's is so good, outstanding part. I fucking, fucking love that. Really, so good. Anyway, um, hello, welcome to episode eight of Dead End Friends. Nine uh, episode nine. We literally oh. just spoke about it. Nah, ah, we need a do-over. Can't believe it. Start again. Pause. Start again. Hello, welcome to episode nine of Dead End Friends podcast. My name is Craig Jimison, and with me is my partner in crime, Gary Gordon. Sorry, that was, weirdest, that was the weirdest. That was the weirdest cue of all time. The oh, it was an awful pause. My cue was perfect. To be fair, I just thought the internet had gone off and I was like, oh, why is his face like that? <laughs> it's just my resting face, waiting on you to talk. <coughs> Jesus. Um, first thing I'm going to say is congrats, because you are now half-vaxxed, man. Half-vaxxed, that's me. Oh, It's honestly a real joy um, to know that I am almost free of of this this like I don't know what they're gonna call it this prison that they've put us in that is my own home for the last <laughs> year, you know. Obviously prison. not. Like, like it's it's, it's still gonna be crap even when I'm like fully five G'd up. But yeah, um, it, yeah, it feels good. It feels I don't feel as nervous being outside, which is quite nice. Yeah, I was nervous getting it because they sent me to Casa Milk, which um. For people who don't know Glasgow, yeah. Casa Milk is a hole in the ground. It is the worst <laughs> place I've ever been. <clears throat> when the lady was like giving me my injection, I was like, "Are you sure this is not heroin?" Like, <laughs> it was that bad. <laughs> but then you can just take a wee stroll down to Drake's Cafe, get yourself fucking passion fruit. Nah, man, that was like a great wee joint. Yeah, Casa Milk. Yeah, shout out to the worst place on earth. <laughs> yeah, dumpster fire of a place. <laughs> Hate it. <laughs> I was more at risk of everything else going into Casa Milk than I was of COVID nineteen. 
But we left with all four wheels on the car, so that nice. was good. Nice. It was a yeah, plus. That's, that's always nice. That's always nice. Did you take check the um, the dust caps? Nah, but nah, they're probably gone. What are they called a the little bit that you put on your fucking? I, don't, I I drive a car and I don't even know the parts. You know the wee bit that goes on the end of the fucking bit where you put air. Yeah, what's, what's um, that called? I don't even know. See the, the I air bit. I can't remember. But I know that when we were younger, we used to steal them off of people's cars. Of course you did. Why am I um, not surprised that is what you did? Well, when when we were younger, there used to be like loads of like boy racers round about here. Yeah. And um, they would always just like pull up and they'd always have like real fancy ones. It was like dice or it was like skulls or like whatever. So yeah. obviously we took them. We put them on our bikes. <laughs> <laughs> you just imagine you cutting about a wee fucking Apollo, a wee blue Apollo bicycle. It wasn't, I had an Apollo. I had, it was a mountain bike. I had like the, like the handlebar things. Um, the hand, all bikes, all bikes have hand no, no, no. Bars. You know what I mean, like the little like no. bull horns at the side. Oh, the, yeah, like, right, 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 right. right. Um, it was gold. Um, and gold. I had a, fucking spandau battle over here. <laughs> but um, I remember like when I was younger, like riding around all the time. I used, I was always on my bike. Like, yeah. Even when I became like a bit of a goth, like I remember. Um, <laughs> I, uh, that is an Instagram waiting to happen. Goths on bikes. I well, no, I lowered, I lowered the bike as much as I could, um, right. and it was like around about the same time that the music video for boys like girls, boys and girls, whatever that song is, the Good I Charlotte knew song. Knew you were going to say a Good Charlotte song. Well, there. I wanted to be Benji Madio, eh, Madden when I was a kid. <laughs> Madio? I want, yeah, Benji Madio. <laughs> No, just I just went I, so I, Italian. You just went <laughs> so Italian. You I wanted to. I wanted to be Benji Madden so bad. Right. So I would wear like, I'd wear like a bandana, and then I'd wear like a backwards cap, and then like I'd have my eyeliner on, <laughs> and I'd have it like down my face the same way that he used to have it. I remember we saw we saw Good Charlotte a couple of years ago. Like I said yeah. a couple, like maybe fifteen years ago. ago. No, no, no! It was, it was. I was an adult. Um, I was in my twenties, and um, people were with wanted to. They wanted to meet the band like afterwards, and I was like, "Yo, we are in our twenties. Can we not do this?" <laughs> but we went around the back. We went around the back, and um, it was Benji that came out, and like the girls were like buzzing to meet him, and I was just like, "I used to wear my eyeliner just like you," and he was like. <laughs> what like you could say i see them just like give me like like the snidiest look i've ever seen anyone give me oh, dark <laughs> I, was like, i was like whatever I mean, man like <coughs> part of me is like part of me is glad that i didn't really know that version of gary i don't think we would have been pals i don't honest. think we would have been pals either if i'm being honest man no um we but, came we found each other at the right time we, we found did. each we found other, each other at the right in a time. hopeless place. In a hopeless place. Look at look at this guy. Look at him. Mm. Oh my god, man! That man, was going, that was just after or Instagram. Oh, do you know the photo that sticks out in my head the most about when you were like a wee? I mean, I, I don't think I actually knew you at this point, but we used to follow each other on Tumblr. Going back to the Tumblr days, no, we used to follow each other on Tumblr, but I don't think we actually knew each other. And um, yeah. Do you remember the f- 
the cool thing before TikTok trends and shit were a thing. It was Topless Tuesday on yeah. Tumblr. Your Topless Tuesday was still <laughs> is still like my wet dream, if I'm being honest. There's a picture of Gary, for those of you who haven't seen it, <coughs> that he put on Tumblr on a random Tuesday where he's standing in the room that he is currently sitting in right now. The boy has nothing on other than a gorgeous mullet on the top of his head and a cone covering his prince jewels. And it's gorgeous. Yeah. That needs to resurface. It's gone. It's completely gone off the internet. Nope. <clears throat> I, I promise you it is. I, I trawled through everything and I made sure it was gone. That was a really weird time in my life, man. Like, yeah. I, it was like the most confident I had ever been, but the most I'd hated myself also. It was a very strange time. Um, yeah, that was just that was just, that was the most confusing sentence of all time. Yeah, it was the most confident I'd ever been, and uh-huh. also the most I hated myself. Like, that's not confusing. That is a sentence. <laughs> I know it's a <laughs> sentence because it came out, but it's also a sentence that makes sense, but. <coughs> Yeah, it was definitely, it, you know, it was just me being a young 18-year-old, 17, 18-year-old. Gorgeous Just trying boy. to get that get that little bit of attention, you know? Like, yeah. It's just how it was. Yeah. But I those mean, photos Tumblr are all Tumblr gone. was a dark, dark time in everybody's life, especially back then. I think now it's really just pictures of, like, Paris and porn. That's all Tumblr really is now. Yeah, anytime I it, go on it, that's all I ever see. To be honest, I'm just like, oh, yeah. God, this is awful. But back then, but back it then was, it was it the was, shit. It was oh, it was it was a horrible place, man. It was a horrible. It was place. horrible. There was but so it was popping. There was so much sexual harassment in that fucking website. It was unbelievable. Yeah, that see those wasn't an, so anon- those grey face anonymous messages and stuff you would see just pop up on like random girls that we would know, just. Yeah. sending messages like these grey face and you're just like oh my god these people who are sending these messages actually need locked up you do yeah, realise people... that see every time you click that fucking thing I'm gonna have to edit it out <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking get that of you <laughs> no it was it was it was a really really <clears throat> it was a strange time I think it was it was this generation's MySpace, but I was unlucky enough to be around when MySpace was a thing also. For both, yeah. Yeah, I was there for both. Both were bad. If you were on either, you're cancelled. Like, straight up, goodbye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't even don't even bring in Bebo into the conversation don't. as well. Bebo was a weird one, though. Like, people were just, like, fighting for your love, you know? Like, oh, give your love. Give your love, man. Give your love. Have a love. Shit. It was class. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a paedophile's like breeding ground, right enough. But oh, it was, uh, it was fucked. It was a horrible time, absolutely horrible time. It was nice for like seeing cool pictures that I hadn't seen before. See, because like Tumblr was a thing before, or at least for me, because I didn't have, I didn't have an iPhone at, at the time when I had a Tumblr, and so I didn't have Instagram. Because there was a point where Instagram was only for iPhones. It was yeah, only an yeah. Apple thing. So it was like cool to see like nice pictures that wasn't of like pictures on my own phone. So that's kind of <sighs> all Tumblr was for me was just like <laughs> cool photography. Mm. <coughs> but then I it just it had a fucking really dark side. 
It did. It did. But like but. all of the internet, like all of them. Yeah, social media is just a bit. It's all a bit sketchy, you know. It's it's warped our reality. It's warped our what our perception of reality is more than anything, yep. you know. Yeah. Like those days that I spend away from my phone, mainly when I'm at work, because I yeah. have no choice. <clears throat> but look, those days when I'm away, like I usually come back off it, and I'm like, geez, that was a. I feel refreshed. I feel good. And then, like, I'm sat on the bus home, and I'm like, check my phone, and I'm like, ah, oh, real life, or quote unquote real life, you know? Yeah. Quote, and like, unquote. you find all, like, you you feel all those weird anxieties and stuff just like creeping back in for whatever reason. Like, you know, everyone like posts the posts the life they want you to think they have. Yes. On all the social, media. and I am very very guilty of that as well. Yeah. You know, like. It's every photo I've ever posted on there has been like, oh, here's what I am. Here's yeah. what I want you to perceive me as. It's not that, you know. If going off my Instagram, I'd still be a wank. But, like, at least I'd be, <laughs> like, kind of edgy, cool. People would think, oh, look at this guy. He just, like, kicks about listening to cool tunes and writing Nobody poetry. Nobody thinks you're listening to cool tunes, man. All you do is post about fucking, like, really sad, depressing songs. I can't Half the time the songs I post are the shite You leave Big Ben out of this. He's a wee <laughs> fucking angel. I'm not having that. Absolutely not having that. Listen, right. We're all allowed to be a wee bit sad. Huh? I just like to wallow in my sadness. I like to listen to the sad songs and go, Okay a minute. Here we go. <laughs> Strap in <laughs> I'm here for the long haul. Yeah, no. I like sad songs though. Sad songs, I don't know. There's something quite nice about a sad song. It makes you feel. It makes you feel. Makes you feel like you're not alone in it. If you know what I mean, like, because everyone yeah. takes something different from every single song that's ever been re- released. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could listen to the same sad song and you hear you feel something that I don't feel because there was a part of that song that related to you more than it did to me. Yes. And I think that's what's quite nice about it. Like, it's just kind of like a little reminder, a gentle reminder that we're all kind of going through it together in our own way yeah which is quite nice yeah i mean this goes back to the the argument we had a couple of weeks ago about how <coughs> we can be hearing different things but in a completely different context don't bring <laughs> it up i don't want to hear it made of flavor town <laughs> i'm not having it absolutely not having it i mean i don't actually like i don't really know if i listen to a lot of sad songs if i have been honest or at least, like, sad in tone. Like, I mean, like, I'll always kind of... I, I think I'm quite shallow with the way I listen to music, to be honest, because I, I quite often go to, like... I don't... I won't, like, dive deep into the lyricism of certain songs. So I'll not really yeah. know if it's, like, a sad song. But, it, like, because, like, when you listen to people, like... You listen to people like Phoebe Bridgers. Like, she has, like, beautiful, gorgeous melodies that make you feel things but then you actually like look at the lyrics and you're like oh damn she's almost like tongue-in-cheek about how she like gets across the sadness and stuff as well like, <coughs> she's she's quite comedic in the way that she writes yeah and i, I like that i like that she kind of like is so nonchalant about the sadness yeah um but then when like when you're in like a real sad song of hers she's hitting you with it you know like there's no escaping it whatsoever yeah um but no, she's she's real special. I think like she's definitely one of the 
the sad songs that I'll go to are the sad songwriters that I will go to quite frequently. Um, mainly just because I think she is she is special. Like she's got this beautiful texture to her voice mm-hmm. that just I've never heard before. Like it's it's so effortless, but I don't know. It's just perfect. I, I love the way she sings. You can feel her emotion when she sings. Like that's that's one thing that you'll always that I'll always look for when I'm listening to because I don't really listen to like slower stuff and kind of like cause, um and what's the words I'm looking for other than slower that makes people sound really boring but I don't I don't listen to like soft stuff generally like I don't listen yeah. to a lot of like acoustic stuff or anything like that nothing like that usually interests me but like when you find people like that like Phoebe Bridgers or like what was the one I was talking about last week Timber Timber yeah. like when these people sing the words that they've written you can feel where that has come from you can feel it's come it's come from a very real place and that's absolutely that's what i will respond to so i can listen to it and be like holy shit like it takes you to that it takes you to that place that they are writing about if they are transporting you into that time or that place that they're writing about then that's like it's that immersion part of <clears throat> music that I really like like we were talking about last week with the storytelling and hip hop it's similar in that we were if people are writing about these things and you can feel yourself along for the ride and you can feel yourself yeah. right there with them like that's fucking that's something that I would aspire to do is if, if I was to yeah. do anything in that way like creatively you would want people to feel what you're feeling and the scenery and the fucking atmosphere that you're putting on it you know absolutely because i was listening to timber timber he brought out or they i think it's really just the one guy just now but he brought out some like kind of small eps in the past couple of months (coughs) and he has this one song on it oh it's gonna fucking fry my nut now i can't remember the name of it i listened to it like 18 times today he's got (laughs) this one song that um it's dead simple like we were talking last week where we kind of made the joke of like oh pop songs you know they've got three chords or whatever but this one song tell me his name is the name of this song it is just like the same kind of chords over and over in a loop but it's it's the atmosphere that he with his voice brings He he puts you in like a swampy fucking cabin somewhere in like (laughs) <laughs> rural Canada and you're just like where the fuck am I but can you put the fire on because I want something to keep me warm while I'm here I need some warmth yeah and it's just it's absolutely amazing that stuff that he, he that they've been putting out recently is fucking phenomenal because they've like they've stripped it right back so when I came across Timber Timber the first time it was the first album where it is very stripped back and just like acoustic and strings and stuff but they started going down more like a kind of synthy route and hitting kind of bigger instruments but for this stuff they've stripped yeah. it right back again it's just oh man it's amazing timber timber is one of the my, my favorite things that you've ever sent me yeah um I, they're, they're a band that i go back to all the time as well like they're, they're just fucking i don't know what it is it's so bluesy and like like it's just so grounded yeah, and the lyrics are very interesting as well. Like, like the lyrics for like "Hot Dreams." Yeah, like that song is insane. Yeah. Or even like "Magic Arrow" and all that kind of like, like those are those songs are. 
those are the ones that sucker me in the most uh-huh. um what's that trouble comes knocking like the first song on the first album uh, like first that song's demon host demon host yeah trouble comes knocking's on that album right yeah yeah i think that was yeah. the, i think that was the first that was the first one i heard because it's actually on or is it is it trouble comes knocking i think it's actually magic arrow it's in the breaking bad soundtrack so Amazing. i was watching I breaking bad and i heard the song and i was like holy fuck that's that's sick and i went and found it and like listened to the album was just like holy shit and i remember sending it to you just being like why does this sound like i'm actually in a swamp just listening to this album yeah, what the like, fuck is going on <laughs> there's actually a really cool thing on youtube it's a i can't remember the name of the channel now and it's really going to annoy me but it's called soirée de poch it's in paris or france or somewhere obviously Uh, obviously (laughs) okay most french guy we've established this um and it's basically just like live sets like father john misty does one it's just in someone's front room or he like there's like maybe I don't know maybe thirty people and he sat sat on like a bar stool just like playing along and like having banter with everyone that's there. Right. And like Bonnie Vera's done a couple. Bonnie Vera does one. It's like in a, <clears throat> it's in like a Parisian doorway. <laughs> it's amazing. Naturally. Yeah. Oh, might, man, might need so to cool. take might need to take the award of most French man away from you to give it to fucking what's his name Justin Vernon. <laughs> like here you go, man. You're the nah. most French guy. <laughs> Nah, he's he's too busy hanging out with Kanye West, like oh, to be French. Ugh. No thanks. Ugh. Ugh, no that thanks. guy. That guy. Oh, no more parties in LA <laughs> though. You know what a tune. It's only good though because of Kendrick Lamar's verse. Like Either you could way, I'm literally, still gonna you could literally take Ye's verse out of that song and it would still be amazing because Lamar fucking destroys it. Anyway. Yep. Going back. <clears throat> um, going back to what we were saying. Yeah. It's like. The way that they use their voice is almost like another instrument. Like you said, like um, you said that you're like an ignorant like music listener where you don't delve deep into lyrics and all. Yeah. So I do that. Yeah. And you would think that I wouldn't do that because obviously for the band that we're in, I write the lyrics. You would think that I'd be a little bit more interested in what people have to say. Yeah. But the way that I've always viewed like the vocals in any song it is another instrument to me it's just another mm-hmm. line of melody mm-hmm. if that doesn't hook me right away i'm not bothered about what the lyrics say like yeah if that's not got like the right kind of flow <laughs> i'm just not asked like <laughs> I, I, I'm, I know it's really bad but i can't help it like if it doesn't if the the way that they sing and the like the emotion that they get across doesn't hit me right away i'm like ah cool whatever the song's not for me yeah um, like I was doing like, it today, I was. I think that's quite a natural thing, though. Like if you can't, if you can't relate to what they're saying because they're just kind of, they're just kind of singing words to sell it. Yeah, they're going through the motions, yeah. you know. Like sometimes that's really hard to listen to. Yeah, and like I, you can I feel it. Not that I've done it on stuff that we've released, but like you almost feel yourself go through the motions just to tick off. Like I know I need to sing this line here, and I need to sing this line here. There's one song of ours that I fucking i hate it so much call it out it's only we'll, ours we'll, we've never played it live we've only ever recorded it it's home sweet i hate that song i hate it so it's on three um i just don't like yeah, it yeah right yeah it um, took me a while to actually remember what fucking song you were talking <clears throat> about because yeah that was um i finished writing the lyrics to that whilst we were in the studio yeah like there's a photo of but me not, like not organically 
no i forced myself so yeah. hard to finish that yeah. and you can tell when you actually listen to that song uh, you listen to that song and it, it feels so disconnected and like it just doesn't make much sense yeah um, i just didn't like that song i think but, one thing that 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 collection of songs i guess i'll call it because i can't remember how many it was that was a very i think we went in being like oh it's cool that it's all kind of different from each other like it's showing different sides of who we are but like there's yeah. no basic theme through the entire thing it is just a complete it's like an awful potion of songs like individually Which... a lot of the songs i mean like maybe like two or three of them are really good in my opinion because yeah. obviously and they're probably the ones that I wrote the most of. But two of those songs are good. I wouldn't I would not pay you to listen to the other song. <laughs> There's two songs on that, that EP that are good. What it's are the they? first one and the last one. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're on we're on the same page. I would maybe also throw in Scream as well. It's just a bit uh, too long. I, f- I forget that's on there, but I yeah. do quite like that song. It's just too um, long. That is a good song. That, that, that was the that's some of the best lyrics I've ever written. Yeah, no, the best lyrics you ever wrote was um, Final Scene. See, the lyrics you wrote in Final Scene, they were amazing. Yeah. I thought they were so I good. Do, that was like the first time that I tried to like write a proper character, uh-huh. you know? Um, well, I did that for like, the four seasons, I guess. Like I wrote like a an entire character like, based no, that on... Was, like, that was head. straight up just you going through depression. Well, yeah, but we'll call it a character and it's not a sad. Uh, <laughs> like, but Final Scene was the first time that I tried to, like, say something without saying it, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, Like, it was the first time that I tried to, like, not mask up what I'm singing about, but, like, try to not be so, like, on the nose with it, you know? Yeah. Um, And I enjoyed that. And then, like, the second song, Monologue Part 2, mm-hmm. like... That for me is the best song that we have. Yep, um, I don't think we'd ever top that song if I'm being honest. But but no. I think but I think it is down to what we were saying before. You can actually feel the emotion in that song. You can feel yeah. you can feel the drive in that song. And I think like any time, like there's a there's a there's a video of us on YouTube where we played in Opium in Edinburgh. I can't remember the fucking sound guy's name, but it was the fucking the one of the best sound guys we've ever worked with. He fucking smashed yeah. it every time we worked we worked with him. Dino. I can't remember his name. Dino. Yep. He Dino. was fucking brilliant. And I remember we played that show in Opium. And on the video that there is the live video, we play monologue and I mean I I fuck up right at the start obviously and it ruins the entire song. But like Naturally the last like <laughs> the last minute where it like all kinda kicks back in. See just like the force that is coming from the music and from you especially in, in that last like minute of that song it makes yeah. that it makes that whole song worthwhile to me it's just like that was the one that i remember playing it and being like so fucking amped and so uh, just ready to fucking take on the world and then obviously we, and then we played it in the fucking played it in the garage where we when we fucking gonna call it a big name here when we played before you're strong i remember playing that song and crying because it was the last time we ever played with our ex-guitarist because it was like yeah. the best song we'd ever written and it was let's be honest the music was him he wrote that fucking song 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that the was th- all the thing him. about the thing about the lyrics for that song is I had had those lyrics for years. Uh huh. Um, before we even like made it a song. Uh huh. Because we had those songs for a long time before they became recorded. Yeah, real long. Like time. we'd been we'd been playing them for maybe three years at that point, and mm-hmm. like no one had heard them other than when we played live so oh, no one four people them. that showed up <laughs> yeah <laughs> the other bands <clears throat> but like th- that was a song that was that was a weird song like i wrote that song about not being good enough for someone who didn't treat you right yeah how like that doesn't make sense yeah but like and that's what the whole thing is like it's like i'm saying i'm saying sorry for not being good enough even though that person was shit yep like it's weird and i guess that's where a lot of the emotion came from that like when you showed me the music for it where it was like really slowed down and i was like oh we hadn't really done much of that before mm-hmm. um, i think we'd only done like on, one song that was kind of chill and a bit we'd slower. done spring yeah and that was cool um monologue was yeah, basically I, just like the kind of the amped up version of spring spring was like this was us like tickling the idea of a nice cade like a nice like kind of slow into the massive ending and then we just like we yeah and then well i say we like between you and jim you just like fucking cracked it on that song between the music that jim had written (coughs) and what the song became and then your lyrics on top of it it definitely turned into like even if rainfalls continues to be a thing after the pandy and after everything goes back to normal, we still won't ever have a song that I think is like as impactful as that song as a thing. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I know like we kind of spoke about like changing everything, but I think that one has to stick around. Yeah. But let's not get ourselves bogged down with that we're still living in a pandemic where yeah. music is illegal so <laughs> music that's is illegal <laughs> music's illegal we're not allowed to see anything but i think anything. i think the 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 amazing thing for me with music and how i've enjoyed and i still enjoy doing it and would like to still continue doing it is that it doesn't matter what you did before even if you wrote the best song ever there's still so much more to do that's gonna f- be fulfilling as well, because like all the stuff oh, that we've all the stuff that we've written post, well after basically after Jim left, we went like a completely kind of opposite way from what we'd been doing before, because we always had this thing where we would always say like we don't want to do stuff that's too heavy, because we like having the melodic stuff in there, and I think we kind of barricaded ourselves into a wee corner doing that we're a bit like oh we'll yeah. just we need to make sure that we're still bringing some nice melodic stuff into it and once we kind of broke out of that wee lane we'd put ourselves in and started looking at heavier things and actually writing things in a different way yeah. and i think also just like kind of being locked up <laughs> kind of helped with that as well so like a lot of stuff that we've a lot of stuff that has been written is so far removed from everything we've done before maybe except for what's the one we brought out the last one we brought out fever pitch, fever pitch. maybe yeah. like fever pitch would probably fit alongside the stuff that were that has been written and is kind of sitting waiting to go and and do more with like 
compared to the stuff that we have done before it they are very far removed from each other because it's kind of went away from the melodic and more thrown into how hard hitting can we be without basically just doing breakdowns all the time because nobody wants to fucking listen to that anymore it's not 2007 <laughs> that's true kind of wish it was sometimes though. yeah like Gwen Stacy and shit oh 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 bring it back yeah. but I think that's like attack 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 are coming back oh Jesus <laughs> like, happening there let's get fucking crabcore on the go <laughs> <laughs> I mean that album was it was fire you cannot deny it was that well, I can't remember what it was called now. It's fucking slapped. I'm gonna need to find it. Attack attack. I remember I went to fucking HMV when HMV was like a thing on the high streets, and I bought an Attack Attack album, thinking that it was like one that I'd never heard, thinking it was one from the band from Ohio. I got home and plugged it in, <laughs> and it was some fucking Welsh band. <laughs> I was just like, what the Oh, because they, they were attack, exclamation mark, attack, exclamation mark. <laughs> and the ones from Ohio only had the one exclamation mark. Fucking get it right, man. Mm-hmm. What they called Someday Came Suddenly. That was the name Someday of the album. Someday Came Suddenly. That album fucking yeah. rocked, bro. They rock. That was a great album. But yeah, so I, I went, wait a second, I need to find this. I need to try and find the name of this other fucking album that I, I got. This fucking Welsh band. Welsh band, there they are. Rock band is what it says. Attack Attack Rock Band. That was the name of the album. I couldn't believe it. I got home and I was like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck? I think it was actually just called Attack Attack. Well, that's disappointing. Where are my breakdowns? <laughs> exactly. It's just like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. You got things that are too jangly on this album. I mean, I think I still also enjoyed it. But probably because it was just like oh it's music it was that point in time where it was just like oh here's here's uh here's a music that's that's cool <laughs> here's our music <laughs> i mean back then was such a weird time for music man like see when you think back to <coughs> like post atreyu you when those kind of like metalcore bands were coming about and it was all basically just breakdowns so you had like yeah. attack attack you had bands like gwen stacy i mean i loved gwen stacy me too i really like gwen stacy but i anytime i listen to these bands i'm just taken back to like the sweaty minging 16 year old that listened to them never washed i'm talking about myself here never washed fucking had the greasiest hair of all time it was just hanging down the face and it just it takes me back to a time of like not owning i can't remember the name of it now deodorant that's the one i found the name <laughs> i found the name guys deodorant your brain name. is actually broken it's too late i'm basically fucking sleeping here I'm I'm now trying to find the name of the album that I liked by Glenn Stacy. That's just I'm going down a pure rabbit hole here. The Life I Know. That was the name of the album. Was that the the kind of creamy coloured one? No, that was the one with like the woman in the coffin. Obviously. 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 Naturally. So 2007. <laughs> Came out in 2008. Actually, fucking get it right. 
Do you know where an ego? An ego is Spotify because it will come up with like the associated artists. But oh man, this is this is taking a turn. I didn't expect this tonight. <laughs> well, what did you expect? Come on. Who I wasn't else? actually sure. Who else have we got? I mean, for today. Do you remember for today? Yes, I remember for today. The um, the the Christian metalcore band that um. They kicked out a guitar player because he was like, oh, I don't believe in same-sex marriage. I think homosexuality is a sin. They kicked him out and, like, they had, like, real backlash. Yeah. And then the the singer had to, like, post a video on, like, Facebook or something. And he was like, if you have been affected by any of this, here's my mobile number. You can text me. You can call me about it. We can chat this all out. (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. So that was a thing that happened. And then, like... He says, I've been inundated with messages about what happened with the guitar player, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. I'm sorry everyone's been affected. But as it says in the Bible, <laughs> like, oh. and then he was just like, homosexuality is a sin. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Like, Bruh, what are you doing? <laughs> that like, may be wrong. Someone fact check that, not me. Well, we'll just wait for Johnny phone us at some point in the next week. Just be like, yo, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's one... Just in the list of um, similar artists on Spotify for Gwen Stacy, there's Vanna. I know you were a huge yeah. Vanna fan. Man, I got Vanna lyrics tattooed in the back of my head. Of course you do. Jesus. That's one band that I never get into. I think I like one song. Yeah, they were really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I've got for you, man. Yeah, they were really cool. They were really cool. Man, <laughs> I actually just stopped this whole thing dead now. <laughs> so what we're talking about, we were talking about social media at one point, weren't we? Why don't we just go back to that, now that you've killed that conversation? Nah, social media's cool, man. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, you're a real son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. We voted today. That was interesting. I did. I, I almost shot myself there thinking, did I actually fucking go and vote? But I did. Yes. <laughs> man, you're 28 minutes. Run. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm told that's fine, man. I don't need to run very far because it's at the bottom of the street. Well, well, I'm all good. I don't need to go that far. I mean, my street has been far too fucking busy. It's actually been annoying me. See, because people are obviously, like, showing up to fucking vote or whatever. But there's so many goddamn yeah. people in my street and it's annoying. They keep talking. Like, lower your voice when you're outside. Like, <laughs> use your indoor voices outside, please. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. Like, what the fuck <laughs> do you think this is, man? Like, a fucking free country? <laughs> not if I have my fucking way, you know? <laughs> not, if, not if I have my way voting for... I just don't even know. I like I went and known who I was going to vote for, so I didn't even bother looking at the rest of the candidates that were in there. But that like, did yeah, did you like how saying. fucking long was that sheet? That was ridiculous. That was the longest sheet. Didn't I have to ever, be that long. Didn't have to be that. I long. love that the, the the first party on that list, like the long one, was the abolish the Scottish Parliament party. <laughs> I was like, what are you going to do if you get elected? <laughs> <laughs> like, they just shut the doors. Shut the gates this down. This is such a... It's so backwards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what was... There was one that came through our door that was like, um, co- the communist 
Scottish Communist Party. Ah, comrades. I was, I was just like, it. what the fuck? Is that where we are now? I mean, I don't know shit about the Communist Party and communism as a thing. But, like, I just thought it was very old-fashioned, surely, communism. Yeah. I mean, I don't know enough about it to have a full-on podcast about it, <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> Let's just fill this last half an hour with Gary talking about communism. Okay, so it was a thing. That's all I know. Let's go! <laughs> they had a red flag. It had some yellow things on it. A red flag. <laughs> nah, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a thing. It's, like... Yeah, it's just like any other fucking politics at the end of the day, man. They're all the fucking same to me, if I'm being honest. I don't have any. Yeah, there's probably good bits of all of them, you know? Yeah, I don't have any we're fucking just, trust in any of them. We're basically just too punk rock for this, you know? Too punk rock for, for what politics? Isn't that the most punk rock thing? Is being political? Uh, uh, yeah. As long as you're being an anarchist, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, imagine like a fucking, like a, like a Tory punk band. Like, you don't have enough money! No, thank you. A Tory <laughs> punk band. They must exist. They must. Surely. Like, pull your fucking trousers up. <laughs> what? <laughs> or pull them down. It's just like a right wing, like, like hardcore band. They they will they exist. They exist in the world. Oh, like screwdriver. Like just. I don't know who that wild. is. Screwdriver. They I'm, weren't. I'm gonna Google it. They. They weren't good people. <laughs> That's for sure. They weren't good people. Screwdriver no. band. Oh, screwdriver with a K. Of course, K for uh, K K English neo-Nazi punk band. Oh my god, I am about to go down yeah. a fucking rabbit hole. Oh man, they're even signed. That's crazy. There is an associated act on their Wikipedia page called. The Clansmen. Oh. Okay. <laughs> close tab. Close tab. Oh, man. You're on a list now for even like, searching <laughs> them. Like, I'm on, like, a fucking known neo-fascist list now. Yeah. Holy fuck. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. I did, I did, I took a, a CBD gummy thing last night. Right. Um, to help me sleep, because mm-hmm. I've heard some good things about them, you know, like people rant and rave about CBD and how it's supposed to be like really good for ev- basically anything. Everything oh, if yeah, you it's are weird. having, if you're an ache, if you're having aches and pains, take some CBD. If yeah. you can't sleep at night, take some CBD. If you've got anxiety, CBD. If you, if can't, you just want to go outside, if your CBD. toenails are too strong to cut, take some CBD. That'll soften yeah, those so bad I boys thought, right up. <laughs> I've been having like not not a hard time sleeping. Like I'm actually okay at getting to sleep. I just have a bad quality of sleep when I am sleeping. Right. So I thought I will try these, and and see what happens. And I feel pretty good. So I had a great sleep. But now it's got to the point where it's like twenty to ten, yeah. and normally I'm not tired at this time of night because I don't know I I come to life at night. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We fucking know. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe it's working. One night, I had one this morning as well for my knees. I thought, right, I'll double done. Like, I don't have one this morning. I've got to sleep. Yeah, but I feel like such an old man. I took some CBD for my knees. Oh, my knees hurt. I stand up all day. Like, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> my knees hurt because like, I stood up. 
I, I was actually my knees hurt because I used them. I can't do it. Every, I can't do it. Every job I've had has been standing up. Like, oh really? I don't actually know your employment history. That I didn't require a CV for this oh, podcast. See, here's my CV. So my first job was um, working in Next. Um, nice. In the fort. On the were you still like selling shit? Hey, I was lady shoes, yeah. Nice. Of course you were. Which, you were fucking. Anytime the lady turned around, you were fucking sniffing the shoe. Absolutely not. Feet gross me out, man. If I had that thing, that'd be good. But I do not. So <laughs> it was bad. That is some um, fucking terrible denial there from Gary Gordon. Nah, man, get your fucking hooves away from me. I don't want to see them. It's it's so gross. Um. So I did that. I worked. It was, it was just Christmas temp, and right. then. I was chronically unemployed for a little while. That was good. Um, and then I got a job at Sky. So I sat down at that. Um, I only worked there for six months, though. Got fired. It's fine. It's <laughs> Why fine. did you That's get fired? Are you allowed to talk about it? Do you have a cease and desist? Ah, fuck them. What's he going to do? Big Rupert Murdoch. Come <laughs> after me. Come on, then, billionaire. Let's do it. <laughs> what, what have you got um, to take, bro? Exactly. Are you going to take my car heart and mug away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't. I love that. <laughs> um, I um, I was too human to work in a call center. Basically, right. okay. Um, so at the time I worked in retentions. It was retentions through selling. Right. So like you had to sell people. Like they phoned up to cancel the Sky TV, and then I was like, "Oh, it's too expensive. Who's your broadband provider? Maybe we could level out your bills and make them cheaper." Right. Garbage. Um, so at the time we were losing loads of people in my team like uh, customers so we had to run every single thing by um by my manager and she'd try and give us like some sort of fucking like solution and this one old guy phoned up he was like listen son i'm going in for an operation that's going to leave me blind um i don't need sky telly and i was like absolutely not no you do not yeah so um i was like pop you on hold speak to my manager come back to you i was like look this guy's complained he's not gonna he's not gonna be able to watch the telly he doesn't need to be paying it this is ridiculous and i swear to god this absolute she devil of a human being just went oh have you told him about the radio channels i was like absolutely not told him about the radio channels so I went back over at my desk. I was like, what time do you go to your operation? I'm first on the list. First thing in the morning. I was like, right. So your sky will be cancelled off by the morning. Keep your box. You've no got a final bill. Don't worry about it. Best of luck, Biggian. See you later on. All right, what, on what a fucking regular, normal, good person. Yeah. like So like the, 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 the protocol was you had to pay like one final bill. You had it for 30 days. You had to give the box back if it was in a certain amount of time. Right. And I was like, absolutely not <laughs> not having that so the next day i went in and there was two managers standing at my desk so like oh can we speak to you over here in this office and i was like aye all right they're like any idea why you're in here and i was like got a little bit of an idea <laughs> and they were like obviously that's not on you are now like being released and i was like see ya sayonara Goodbye. yeah don't want to deal with this Fuck anymore this place so yeah, so that was fine. That's uh, so and then, fucked. Yeah, and then that's when I got into like 
cutting hair though so that was not too bad like you went you um, went you went like the fucking good route where you're just like nah you know what i'm gonna go somewhere where it's like i don't have horrible fucking money hungry people above me telling me how to sell my product yeah i don't i don't i didn't have a, like i wasn't cut out for corporate life like you cut you out. know like nice. <laughs> cut out but I worked in a hotel while I was training. Yeah. Um. So, I was working like sometimes seventeen hour shifts. Yeah. With a, uh, with my boy Big Arms Barnes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he he got me the job there. Um. <laughs> and uh, I it was just standing up all the time. So my body is like, gonna sit down. Gonna like just do something else. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like a fucking twenty eight year old man with like seventy four year old knees at this point. My knees are gross. They just sound bad. Like whenever I walk, I'm like, oh, or come it, on. When you please. walk, not even when you're yeah, like when I... doing anything like strenuous. Just when you're walking, you're like, oh damn. Yeah, it hurts. Um, when I run, I'm a mess. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna have to start getting like braces and stuff to run in. Oh man, you're gonna look just... like fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's not a bad thing. I'm gonna shave and a goatee. I'm gonna go completely bald. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Just drinking beer while you run. Give me a hell yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's my employment history. This has been the weirdest, shittiest, most boring podcast, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop here, restart. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just record into the night because this has been the weirdest fucking podcast of all time. It has been, but it's fine, you know. This is what this is what the dead end family sign up for. Yeah, exactly, like it's fine. We're here to bore people to death because that's how you become dead end because you're so fucking bored. Yeah, I keep meaning to make up that playlist. I haven't done it yet. Yeah, like it's it's not that hard. You took it on. Just just. Create just just go on to Spotify and just hit new playlist and then just add some songs to it. Okay, well I'll do that. If you're listening to this right now, there will be a podcast, uh, a playlist. Yeah, there will be a podcast because we're doing it. There'll be a podcast that you will be listening to, (laughs) but there's also a playlist that you can listen to songs that we enjoy. That we enjoy. Is there any parameters on this playlist that we're allowed to kind of throw whatever into it? Obviously, like nah. If anybody, if you throw in a whole fucking album, I'm deleting it. Oh, I'm not gonna put in a whole album. Remember, did uh, we I not have the, that? We I, had that rule in the van, didn't we? Because we used to do van yeah. playlists. So like, if you throw in a whole album, if anybody throws in a whole album, it's fucking getting deleted. It was always no full albums, nothing too heavy, no sing-alongs. Oh man, because that would never work. You know our drummer. You know our drummer. I know. All Sam listens to are nah. sing-alongs. Like, <laughs> like I fucking like. I I mean, I always sit in the back of the van with him because. I think I'm the only one that can tolerate him for longer than half an hour because you have the shortest fuse ever and Johnny's driving, so I get to sit in the back. And fucking Sammy boy, man, the dude will honestly harmonise with, like, a traffic light. (laughs) And I'm just sitting in the back just listening to the fucking... (laughs) What, like, just the shit that he throws into it. Like, what's that fucking... I'm never going to fucking remember the name of that song. Call Me Al. He, Call me out. Like, Every just, time I hear it, I just think of him. Just think of Sam. Oh, man. I mean, he does have... He probably has the most gorgeous voice that I know. Like, he he is a very good singer. He is great. He is... He's, he's a real talent. Yeah. He's a... But I think he needs to pick his moments. <laughs> Love you, Sam. 
it's like it's six in the morning we're all stuck in this van none of us have showered please for the love of god stop singing kenny rogers <laughs> stop <laughs> but yeah there'll be a playlist that you can you can listen to it probably won't be any good but no it will you be. know we listen to some bangs some bangs and some bops. I listen to what you listen to because you send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you hey. just want to do the playlist. <laughs> yeah. It'll be That's a collaborative right. effort. You put in stuff and I'll put in stuff. Because there's some stuff like you can put in sad shit that I definitely won't have because I don't listen to sad stuff. I'm too sad. Oh, I'm not putting sad shit on. It's banger central <laughs> only. Like <laughs> Nothing sad. Nothing but flow rider. That's all we're putting in. Hmm. It wasn't too long ago I discovered his name was Florida, and it blew my mind, because that's where he's from. It's Florida. Am, am I watching this in real time? But you just take the space. Oh. <laughs> you take the space out, and the guy is Florida. Yeah, big homie. He's just from Florida. Big Florida. But... <laughs> Can we just I can't change, believe that you... Can we just change the name of this podcast to Glasgow? G-L-E-S space G-A-O. <laughs> nah. That's so, that really that is so fucking lazy. <laughs> that might be the laziest name of all time. But, like, the guy's killed it. The guy has, like... He has killed it. The guy has so many good songs. And... I mean, I can think of one. And it's his biggest one. Probably. What one's that? Slow, like yeah, the only one, one I can think of. And then he's got like, um, I've, I can I can hear the song in my head, and I think I'm gonna have to sing it because I don't know the actual name of it. The club can't even handle me right now. I don't actually know the name of it. Oh, that one. That's a he's good from Carroll City, uh, which is where Denzel, Denzel Curry's, Curry's from, from. And he is, he is a genius. He is like when you're talking about guys coming from Miami. And Florida, like you want guys like Denzel Curry, like he's oh man, I it really bugs me stuff about like Denzel Curry really bugs me because he is arguably in the top like maybe a five of this current generation of hip hop and rap. Yeah, but he's so underrated. I don't think people actually understand how fucking talented he is like he had what, what was the album that came, was it taboo was that the name of the album yeah. that came out and it was like really big and then he had like a, a kind of viral song before that and i think that's just what people they just have that kind of plastered on them just like oh you're just that viral guy that had that one yeah. good song but then you actually dig into the guy's fucking discography see like every time he features on a track i want to hear it I want Absolutely, to listen yeah, to that song because it's it'll arguably be the best part of that whole song. Like he did that song that I sent you a couple of weeks ago with fucking GID or with Jid. <coughs> and see that verse. I think the song's actually just called Bro with so many U's <laughs> in it. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. You can never search for it because you never get the right U's. But his verse in that confused the fuck out of me. I just couldn't understand how he put so many different rhyming sequences into like such a short verse like he doesn't he's not got a very long part in the song but no the guy has like four or five different fucking um 
like cadences in this song and it just it, the guy is so fucking so fucking talented ahead of his time but at the same time keeps it truly og like you can hear how much he's like deep into the rich time of hip-hop like you know he idolizes like wu-tang and he fucking like has studied tupac and biggie like he's yeah one of the best you can hear it like even like his album zoo like had like (coughs) proper like 90s hip-hop vibes yeah like from the from the artwork like obviously like him on the like in the lowrider like wearing the 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 varsity jacket even the, the the typography on it was like so 90s like it was it was a cool record like, yeah everything about that was cool um like he, and, and even like the things that he references in the songs as well were like you could tell he was growing up listening to that stuff and it wasn't just all oh, cool let's just get in on this yeah you know which is awesome yeah he's like, i've actually got the record just sat up there i think it might be in my record player still but i didn't know you actually had a record that's one thing actually. Yeah. I I've never actually fucking like got to unpack your record collection because I've never actually seen it. Like every time you send me a picture of something that you listen to, I'm like, holy fuck! I actually did not realize that you had that record. Like, right? Let me just grab like for the last like ten minutes or whatever. Like I've got like a little collection of records that are sat just next to me. Right. Um. Like that I like to play quite a lot. Ugh. Okay. 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 So like these are Mario. Like, the ones that I was. <laughs> these are the ones that I listen to the most um, so I've got Can I Say by Dag Nasty just sitting there because I fucking love it right. circles as a tune um, I've got <laughs> got Dexter Gordon go <laughs> we all love a bit of Dexter Gordon already <laughs> two very different <laughs> no we've gone from we've gone from hardcore punk to jazz in two <laughs> records you know but if uh, that is not, if that is not in your music playlist then I don't want to know that Exactly. Top tier. I've got, I've got Tom Mishk, Youssef Days, What Kind of Music. Top tier, that fucking album. Yeah, unreal. If we're talking I about got, atmosphere on a record, that is the ultimate record for building an atmosphere. Absolutely. I've got Zoo. Nice. Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry. Um, i got uh, No Mountains in Manhattan by Wiki. Oh, Jesus, what a record. I still remember when you oh, sent me that and you said, this is as close to a perfect hip-hop album if I could ever find it. That was the words that Absolutely. you used. And it, I it's, couldn't am agree I wrong? More. No. Couldn't agree more. Uh, I've got uh, I've got Ride the Lightning by Metallica. <laughs> nice. Like, I got Girls, 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 Motley Crue. Oh, that's like, so gross. Put it in a fire. Put it in a fire. Just go start a fire. I've got... Put it in it. I've got Punisher, Phoebe Bridges. Nice. Man, it's just come full circle. Wasn't that the first thing we started talking about was Phoebe Bridgers and we're yeah. now ending on Phoebe Bridgers? Ah, oh, well, I've got Morrissey low in high school oh, as well. absolutely put that in the bin as well. Absolutely put <laughs> that and Girls, Girls, Girls in a fire immediately. Nah, Girls, Girls, Girls is a fucking you party have anthem, the you know? You honestly, like, I've never understood your, like, deep connection with, like, hair metal. Like, you're just such a massive, like, Motley Crue fan and shit, and it just <laughs> it blows my mind. You just don't see I don't really type. get it either. Uh, if I'm being completely honest, I just don't get it. But I think that's why I like it so much is because it doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't know what it is about Motley Crue. Like they just played the music that they liked playing. Yeah. And 
like they wanted to be rich and famous and just like bang loads of girls take loads of blow and like have a party and like that's just kind of what they did and i kind of like rock on you homies just you know like fully fucking vibe with that what would you say is you, your, li- you what, lived your dream what is your say what would you say is your most like prized record you own what would you say is the one that it doesn't have to be the most expensive but what one do you like hold most dear Ooh, what do i have that i hold dear um i've got a couple of ramones records uh-huh. i've got end of century which i love mm-hmm. um oh god there's, there's a lot over there i can't even really think what i have uh, I got uh, the girl from Impininia by Stan Getz and Giao Gilberto, which I f- I love. It's um, <clears throat> it's just a beautiful wee album. It's kind of like Latin jazz. Right. Okay. Um, the the song "Girl from Impininia" <coughs> is a really sad song. Obviously, it's about a guy who like falls in love with this girl who he sees every single day, and every day she passes by him and he smiles like ear to ear, mm-hmm. um, but she never looks at him, so he ne- she never sees that. Like, like it's so sad. Like, kind of creepy at the same um, time. Yeah, a bit creepy, but <laughs> whatever, bro. Man's in love. Leave him alone. <laughs> Man's in love. Um, I don't know what I would call my most prized. Um, Do any of them have a have a like a story behind them? That's probably the best question. Because like Ooh. I've got some records sitting here that's like I don't listen to them, but they have a story. Like. The one that would stick out for me, I'll, I'll just jump in ahead of you, is the one that I've got. I don't really listen to it that much, but I have, I think it's the second last Queens of the Stone Age album, like Clockwork. It's a very good album. Yeah. And I still have it, and I will always have it, because it was the, it was a record that I bought when me and Emma first met. So... Emma lived on Byers Road when I first met her. And that mm. was when FOP was still there. So FOP was still open at the end of Byers Road. And I lived in Mary Hill at the time. So I used to just walk through the park back home to where I was. So there was one time, it was like a beautiful summer's day. I'd stayed at Emma's the night before and I was walking home. And I was like, I'll jump in a FOP, fuck it. And I went in and the, and the album was there. And it just like... It's one of those, anytime I listen to any song from it, it takes me back to that summer from when we like first time. met. That's so nice. it's like, I don't think I could ever part with it because it's like, it just has that connection. As much as the music might not necessarily mean, or not, I might not be necessarily into the music, but it means something to me. That's why I wouldn't be able to like part with it, you know? Yeah, I don't, man, I don't think I do actually have any real records like that. Nothing that I can like have like that emotional connection with not that i could just give them up because obviously i buy the records because i love the records like i don't know i really don't know like maybe that's what i'll do for next week i'll 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 trawl through my records and i'll find something that's that's actually worth it yeah if you know what i mean like it was something that i bought for a real (coughs) a real like reason rather than just oh i like this i like that album so i'm gonna buy it yeah. Well, you've really got me thinking now. I can't think Good. of what I actually have over there. That's what this is. That's what this is all about. Getting you thinking. Between that album, Queens of the Stone Age album, um, I have uh, I have Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon there, which is the first record I ever bought with my own money. 
so that's nice. kind of like that needs that needs to chill and then the only other one probably that jumps out is probably the the mad villain record that i've got up on the wall just because like that was the album that changed my perception of hip-hop as a thing like i listened to hip-hop and rap before and then i heard that album and after that everything was different if i'm being honest that was like there's all there's you have those kind of albums in different genres and different times of your life and stuff that just kind of like change the game for you and that was that album so that's one that's like that stays that doesn't go anywhere you know no that's cool i've got a lot of phil collins records <laughs> i've got one i think i actually have it right here oh i do it is here we go i have the you can't hurry love seven inch there you nice. go and then, it's mainly the albums I've got. And then next to it, we've got Karma Chameleon 7 inch right there. Damn. That's a good one to have as well. All right. So I've got the ones that I've got is uh, Face Value, Hello, I Must Be Going, um, No Jacket Required, and I have got uh, Both Sides are all the albums that I've got. So I'll need a few more. And then I've got like his his greatest hits. Nice. He obviously has like a few more, but um, no, the ones that the ones that are missing are "But Seriously" and "Dancing to the Light." And then after that, they got a bit weird. So I don't care. <laughs> like, what he did though that really annoyed me is in 2015 he remastered a lot of his albums. Uh huh. And he um he upgraded the the, the artwork on. <laughs> So like no jacket required. There's like that iconic like black, black album with like his face in like an orange light. But he's young, so he's kind of got long hair. Uh-huh. And then like he remastered them, and it's just a f- old, like the same the same concept, just an old version of him. <laughs> so I'm like him now. I hate that you've done that, man. <laughs> like just you know just let it be. Like it's it's fine. Like you're old. We get it. But stay we young get it. for this album. Like, That's what we want. Susudio is a fucking banger, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. You have to agree with that. Like, it, it's science. It it's science. That's all it is. It's science. It's science. <laughs> <coughs> right. Well, at least we've got some uh, some stuff to go on for next week because we're we've pushed the hour mark here. Um, Love it. So we can come back to that in part two of Dead End Friends podcast. We'll roll back around to that one. Um, this has been the worst fucking episode we've ever done and if you have stuck it out this long then you got problems and you need to go to the doctor so yeah you do big time so before you go and phone the doctor please make sure that you have told everybody to like subscribe follow share the shit do the stuff do absolutely everything you can think of and then ignore this episode. It's fine. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Just delete this one. Ignore it. Just go from 8 to 10 whenever we record 10. If we bother doing it now because this has probably killed us. And Gary has straight up fallen asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's away to bed now. <laughs> right, yeah, so um, thank you for listening to episode, I'm going to get it wrong, 9. Episode 9 of Dead End Friends Podcast. We have been two guys who don't know anything talking about everything. 
this has been perfect this has actually been fun as much as we're making fun of it being shit i actually quite enjoyed this one <laughs> um so Always. yeah make sure you like follow subscribe comment on things share everything delete all your friends other podcasts and only subscribe to this one delete everybody's youtube channels only subscribe to this one make sure that we are the only thing you think about and tell your friends about okay etc okay goodbye i love you i love you too